It's funny, the overnight success has been almost nine years now. Just jumping into Christian music does not mean, wow, we're going to be successful. No, I right. think my biggest fear was that I would actually do the music that I grew up listening to, and I would flop at that too. Uh-huh. And then it was like, it's it's truly over. The biggest fear, uh, a.k.a. the beginning of 2020. <laughs> Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio, and Drew Brown, Juno-nominated singer-songwriter and worship leader. Both hope to share insights into Christian music, exploring ministry, message, and everything in between. You can connect with the show at faithstrongtoday.com slash between the grooves or via Twitter at between grooves. Now, here's James and Drew. Hey, bro. Hey. Just looking at Drew right now. <laughs> Just looking at Drew right now. Big smile looking on his at my face. pretty face. That's right. That's right. How are you doing? I'm good, dude. I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready to rock with you today. Let's do this thing. Yes, let's do this. It's your weekly look at music, ministry, and everything in between with today's top Christian artists on Between the Grooves. Between the Grooves. Mm, so deep. So deep. Think about it. It is. It's so deep. Oh, boy. Oh a bundle of joy. What's happening today? What's going on today? What's happening? What's well, going on? today's episode features a great conversation with Kane, the family worship yeah. band. Um, these guys are really, really fun to chat with. Uh, they yeah, started they in the country genre, actually doing covers, uh, you know, way back when. Uh, nothing really happened. Nothing, you know. Their their career didn't take off or anything like that. They're kind of thinking, what the heck is going on? And uh, I guess through some deep soul searching and in chatting with people uh, around them, like their manager and whatnot, um, they got into the CCM world and they got into it at the worst time. <laughs> you know, right before the pandemic hits, they decide, let's switch gears here and get into the CCM world. And they have all these plans and all the things that they're going to do to get their music out there. And then the pandemic hits. But, you know, despite that shift, um, they have blown up. They really have. Yeah. And yeah, uh, this yeah. is this is a great conversation you cannot miss. And that is coming up in just a bit on Between the Grooves. But before we get to that, let's chat about the Beebs. Oh, the Beebs. Our favorite... Baby, baby, baby. Our favorite Sorry. Canadian artist, uh, who, once again, we invite to participate and be a guest on Between the Grooves. Um, whenever you're ready. Justin, just give us a yes, shout. Yes, please. Yeah. Yes, Justin. We know you're listening. We know you're listening. Uh, yeah, he released his uh, new album, Freedom, not to be mistaken with the other album he put out just a few weeks ago. Hang on. What, what was that sound? Um, it sounded like you were just pouring something there. Was that the coffee uh, you were just uh, freshening uh, up there? I was pouring some coffee. Okay. Okay. Some beautiful, beautiful mm. coffee. I'll, I'll take a sip. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. ASMR time. Hold on. Wait, wait. Ooh. <sighs> a nice distraction. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt. You were saying, you were saying. Okay, all right. So, um, so Mr. Bieber released a, a worship album called Freedom. Mm-hmm. Just came out a little while ago, and it's quite good. It's some collaborations with some of the Bethel peeps and some of the uh, Maverick music guys, and it is great. But what I found really fascinating with this album is that it sounds like the Bieber doing worship, and that might seem like a pretty, you know, like obvious thing to say but when you look at a lot of ccm stuff that's coming out when it comes to worship music it kind of all sits in a certain like cubby hole you know yeah, in a little yeah. pocket somewhere yeah, yeah. you know there's the chris tomlin sound there's the hillsong sound there's there's the, you know, the acoustic sort of you know old school sound there's gospel there it usually always fits in a certain box not this this sounds like the beebs doing worship and I've, it's great i've heard a lot of good things uh about it and and the thing i i'll i'll say too is is i've noticed there has been a lot of crossover and i don't know if it's a uh a permanent thing or it's just people you know testing the waters as it were but even uh, you know some gospel crossover where you know you've always had your kirk franklin's and whatnot but you know recently whether it has been collaborations or even solo uh, stuff that has been sent to the CCM world, uh, CC Winans, Corin Hawthorne, and people like that. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, wow, this is incredible. Where they've uh, they're perhaps exploring 
it a little bit. Or yes, they're just yeah, exactly. they're just uh, recognizing that hey, this is just another uh, an avenue to, or or maybe it's just that people are being more open minded to uh, the style of music, and it's it's maybe not necessarily a crossover, maybe just a a recalibration of the CCM world, if you know what I mean. Completely, totally, I, and I like that. And that's a good way of putting it: the recalibration of like the of the Christian world, the music world. I like that. That's a nice way of putting it. I don't have a problem with yeah, that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I welcome that. Yeah. Bring it on for sure. It, because as you said, if there's a certain sound that you would expect in the CCM world, anyways, it's nice that that sound continues to change. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Instead of always sounding the same. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. And and it'll be interesting, you know, uh, for Justin Bieber specifically to see if he decides that this is going to be a permanent change for him. Totally. That hmm. That would be interesting. That would be yeah. Yeah. Well, no no pressure, Biebs, but uh again, you're welcome <laughs> to come on the show and we can talk about that more and let us know what your plans are for the future. And just come on That'd down. We're great. just a short drive anyways. We're in the same province of Canada. So that's right. It's not a lot to ask. Just come on over. My kids would love it. Just come. I'd be the coolest dad ever. Well, there you have it. It is time to get to today's episode. Oh, and today we have the incredible trio Kane. Now their music is fantastic, but their story is even better. It was so great to connect with them, hear what they're all about and what they've gone through. This conversation was pure gold. So let's get into it. Let's get between the grooves with the band Kane. something specifically towards Logie Boy, then just let me know and I'll pass in the air. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. Sounds good. So let's start with, um, if we can find out from you guys, uh, it's a two-part question. Okay. The first question is, what was the beginning of Cain? And the second question is, what was the beginning of Cain? Oh, okay. Okay. So it started in the garden and God asked for an offering. (laughs) And he said, <laughs> nice. nice, well played, well played, well played. <laughs> no, I was, I've actually been really, I guess this could be a little egotistical of me, but I didn't even think about Cain in the Bible at all whenever we were picking our name because I've only been Cain, you know, that's our last name, we're family. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually, in our small hometown, our grandfather, JP Cain, the high school stadium is named after him. So my whole life's been a bunch of cane. And then as soon as we do Christian music, people are like, we can't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> they have chosen to side with murder. And yeah. I'm like, I can't tell you enough how much I didn't do that. Cain, <laughs> 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 um, uh, the little kid band, we, we started Taylor. I mean, you led your first worship service. A worship, as a worship leader when you were 12. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I have improved since then. I only knew like <laughs> two chords. <laughs> I, I started playing bass so I could, wouldn't be left out. And, and Logan was on the drum. So, I mean, really thanks to our dad who let us come up on stage and trusted his kids to play. But um, yeah, I feel like being put on the spot is what we're best at. Yes. Because dad just would just call us up with no warning. And we didn't even know the song sometimes. Oh, man. Nice. Just go for it. Nice. Yeah, it's Trial by Fire. So it was like Kane the Little Kids, you know, Kane the Kid Band. And then we we were dad's backing worship band as he was a traveling minister throughout high school. So he would check us out of school and we would go, you know, be his backing band. And then once we got to college, we we're like, man, maybe we could get a gig you know maybe yeah. we're maybe we're maybe pretty we're good, good at this, this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe we're an excellent cover band and so we started pursuing just i mean we were doing singing dance with somebody and creams clear water and just the stuff that the people at the mama goldbergs wanted to hear <sighs> you know yeah um so that i think truly it wasn't until college that we were like maybe we could be a band you know I got to say, one of my, my favorite things in music is bands with siblings. And the reason why is because um, you kind of can mind read and you sound awesome. 
like the the voices the voices blend together so well and you know you've been i mean you've grown up together so you kind of know what the other person is thinking i mean you don't even need hand signals you could just like I'm, I know exactly where Taylor's going with this. Or, you know, yes. I had that way back when I used to be a worship leader in my church, and I had uh, a, a lady who played the keyboard. She played piano, actually. She was better on piano than just regular synth and keys and stuff. And yeah. she, she like, this was a unique situation where she knew exactly where I was going with a song. She, she knew. She wow. just, she read my mind. And you rarely see something like that, but you always see it. In, in a band or a group that's made up of siblings. Yeah, I mean... That's so nice. What a gift, yeah. you know? Like, mm-hmm. like we can take zero credit from that, you know? Yeah. I think it's... <laughs> zero. I like the way you really, approach that. Yeah, well, right. we're not going to take right. credit for that, but... <laughs> like, right. but, 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 I mean, I'll take it. I mean, yeah. someone's got to take the credit. No, I'm just kidding. So, I think it's... Uh, I don't know. It's interesting because the crowd can also read if we have just been fighting and we walked on. The <laughs> oh yeah, right. that's true. Right. Never thought about that. Yes. So yes, yeah, so but that's never happened. Clear, that's never yeah, happened. Right? Never, yeah, never. <laughs> we last weekend we fought at the end of a prayer because how do you do that? I mean, how do you fight while you're praying? You know. Maybe it's that cane. It's that cane in there. Oh, that yes. cane. Yeah, real yes. cane tries to yeah. sneak through. If we change our name next year, then you'll know that we're in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Taylor, there was a countdown for when we needed to start the worship service. And Taylor was praying and had her eyes closed and didn't see the countdown. So Logan cut her off by saying amen. And, and she, that's all it took. That's all it took. I thought he was sick of my prayer, but we were supposed to be on stage. So right. sorry. Does 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 Logan tend? I mean, he's not on the mic right now, so does can, we can talk about him a little bit? Um, does he <laughs> does back. he tend to be the black child, like the 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 black what kid? No, no, I'm not talking racism. <laughs> I'm I'm, 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 I'm talking I'm talking <laughs> the, the black, black sheep. the black sheep the black sheep. Yeah, yeah I got gotcha, you. Uh, gotcha. Is he the one that causes the strife between all of you guys? Oh, uh, causes the strife. Here he is. It's a good question. Uh, objectively, probably. Objectively, because <laughs> um, like in humility, no one thinks they're the problem. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's like, do I let us be late? And let she paused in my defense. You paused. I thought the prayer was over. We have to go. <laughs> so I wasn't picking a fight per se. But. I think that I could take a lot of credit for uh, starting some issues, but Logan. Logan really protects the girls. I mean, you can't say anything bad about him. Logan's just being playing like the dad role in this band, and he's just making sure we're on time. I was just doing my makeup before this, and he's helping us stay stay on target. So, I mean, you got to have the little baby. Yeah, and you got to have the right. guy that keeps everybody on track, right? Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of Logan, are are you also Logan in charge of wardrobe? I, I wish I was. I am. <laughs> The, I'm the, the one in the middle, I suppose. So for a lot of years, and I guess still to this day, stylistically, we are quite different. And so the reason that we all wear one single monochromatic color is because our individual outfits were so different. And there were some stages where I was performing in bow ties or had like <laughs> pants on. Like They were really trying to bring me into the style that they wear. Um, so I guess it, the the person in charge is the weak link. Whoever has the the least clever. Outfit. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Just being brutally like, honest. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, well played. Well played. Which color are we wearing? It's like, well, my orange outfit stinks. It's like, cool. So we're not wearing orange. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> we sort of defer to who has the worst clothes. What <laughs> <laughs> to say about that? Well, I have um, I have to do some repairs because last a couple Sundays back we were wearing our orange and I'm really proud of my orange but a little girl asked for an autograph and when I bent down to give it to her I just absolutely ripped the full bottom of my pants nice 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 good times good times we're, 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 we're supposed to be wearing orange out for this weekend and so I've got to I got to get some stuff oh my <laughs> god just made eyes at me like yeah. Why Me being kind of the week? outfit coordinator, I'm stressed now knowing that we've blown a pair of long pants out, so we'll figure that out. <laughs> you can always change the color. Hello. Hello, duh. Yeah. Die. Well, well yeah, die. No. <laughs> die. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
gosh. Oh, oh, that is one cool thing. Y'all are ready to move on from clothes, but I didn't have my headphone in, and so I have so many things to say. Oh boy. Oh, okay. here we go. So here we, we go. We have the yes he can music video coming, or we just shot it. It's about to come out, and we decided to pick the color before we even shot. We're like, we want to do orange. Orange is not very easy yeah. to find, and so our sweet mom. Um, Taylor order, like ordered a cream jumpsuit and mom dyed it. She dyed it orange for me. Isn't that cool? That's nice. That's wow. neat. That is nice. And did yeah. the did the orange work out good for the for the video? Oh my gosh. It really I did. loved it. And we have orange scooters. It was like a whole thing. It was really fun. I mean, talk about having a great pair. I mean, mom, she hot glued twelve hundred little roses on this backdrop for our music video. Wow. So everything is so pretty DIY. Yeah. Oh yeah. These days. Well I guess you got it these days because you do. You know, it's gonna cost a lot to get somebody to create something for you if you can create it yourself. That's amazing. That's they know it. They you know guys, the spirit. We're almost like so blown away with how sweet that was that we're all just like smiling. DIY <laughs> 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 wow. thanks. I'm grinning. <laughs> okay, I'm giving it back to Logan. All I've contributed to this conversation is like a weird story. Blown out pants. about the orange. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. And then, okay. here we go. Back to you. And <laughs> Logan's back. There we go. We're playing we're playing bad comment roulette, so you lose your headphone if you Making <laughs> right, that's a great game. I'm totally into that game. You don't you don't want to know what they said about you, Logan. You don't want to know. That's right. That's yeah. right. I'm just getting half of it, and I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate it all. Um, so I'm curious about like your journey towards getting like a, like a label and doing all this like touring and like how did that growth happen for you guys? And how long was it between like doing like you know cover gigs? to becoming, you know, an artist where you're doing your own thing. Like how long was that journey and what did it look like for you? Well, I guess what you're saying, Drew, is, is, you know, a lot of people think that Kane is a brand new band. Right. Uh-huh. And okay. that's far from the case. And that's usually not the case for any band out there. Once you start yeah, right. you know, getting radio airplay and, and, you know, national, if not international exposure, uh, mm. it's probably taken a lot longer to get there than, than well, people would it's, imagine. It's funny, the yes. feedback from people on the label side, you know, we seem so, so eager to work for ourselves and to do things. And they're like, oh, you guys are so green. Like you're so shiny and new. This will wear off. And I'm like, actually, the overnight success has been almost nine years now. So our first gig as which we were uh, uh, belovedly called the cane train by our friends because we didn't, we had no songs. We had no band. This wasn't a career to us. And so our first opening gig was in 2012. We opened for now wonderfully known Andrew Rip, who we were big fans of even then. Um, And, and he was opening for Dave Bartz which we mm-hmm. were big fans of as well. And so we get to do three songs at the very beginning and they call us and they say, okay guys, so we'd like you to do three songs and you know, you can do one cover. And we were just like, Oh boy, we two, have, yeah, two original. we have What's no that? original song. So we had to write a song the week of, Oh no. And it was five and a half minutes long. And <laughs> oh, it was just, I mean, <laughs> everything short of uh, what's that one tenacious D song. Anyway, so, um, I mean, it was the, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the the that's story right, where that's he right. dances with the devil. That's us. That's right. Yeah. So, that one, yeah. <laughs> I love that song. But so from 2012 on, for anybody listening that has no idea, I'll give you the, the shortest but full of detail. Our grandfather worked in publishing, started in Muscle Shoals in the 60s when it was Muscle Shoals. Oh, wow. wow. Came to Nashville in 2001. Mm-hmm work in music publishing and so our hearts were in christian music from the beginning but our our help was offered on the countryside and so Mm -hmm. we felt like okay lord we're not going to deny a door that you've opened for us we will walk in this and we will learn so all the lumps and lessons that we had to take and learn along the way happened in the country music industry which i attribute so much of i'm so thankful because the hurt and the the business that we experienced and learned from, it wasn't necessarily from churches or other believers. We had the benefit of, you know, the world treating us like the world and we could have grace and and understanding. And so we learned. And And I'll I'll tell you guys that like, you know, you start doing music and you, it's so easy for any of us, anybody listening 
to you're doing what you think God's called you to do, but somehow it pulls you away from church, community, um, reading your Bible, like just foundational truths that we grew up in. You know, so we're a couple of years into doing country music and we're just empty. Gosh, we're just like, did we miss it? Like we're so burnt out. How do we even carry on? And so the best thing for our career was just going back to church. And we didn't even Mm -hmm. say, hey, guys, we do worship. (laughs) We just went and Logan did coffee. I was a greeter. And we just kind of got back to, you know, we're going to plug in and do the things that we know to do. And sure enough, I'm telling you, it was like a six week like yeah, young. so t- 2015 was what seemed to be our most successful year as a band. We were very busy. We got to go to, to London a couple of times. Things were happening, but like you said earlier, it wasn't turning into artistry. It wasn't turning into right. any sort of growth. It was just kind of becoming a great cover band. Right. And so famously for us, at least, we drive from Nashville to Delaware. And when we get there, they basically didn't know we were coming. They, it was an awful experience. And we drove home, had a meeting with our booking agent and said, okay, guys, if this is what music is, I think we're going to hang it up. Mm-hmm. And I was getting ready to go back to school. All of us, our, our personal relationships were developing. And, and I just thought like, okay, if that's what music was going to be in my life, well, thank you, Lord, that I got to do it at all. Yeah. But mm-hmm. now it's time to, to go on. Yeah. And that was a bitter pill to feel like this is what I was made and created to do. But all the while, while we were pursuing country music, guys, I think it's so funny that the feedback always was, this sounds like Christian music. Yeah, always. And it was like the detriment to us. They would be like, okay, well, let's, you know, let's put a mandolin on it. This feels like contemporary <laughs> Christian music. Let's, let's country it up. And so we hang it up. We go back to church. We get, you know, in over our heads in, in church things. And there we meet our manager and our manager said, I can't reconcile these things. I'm managing you mm. pursuing country music, and I watch your hearts be so full leading worship. Have you guys considered just starting over? And at that point, we're seven years in and feeling like, absolutely not. I have not considered starting over. But we took a 30-day fast. We stopped taking calls. We stopped working on music. Mm-hmm. We went our separate ways, and when we came back to the middle, it was like it, it could not have been more clear this is the way. You know what but, I mean? It, you know what's scary too is that like just just jumping into Christian music does not mean, wow, we're going to be successful. No. I right. think my biggest fear was that I would actually do the music that I grew up listening to and I would flop at that too. Uh-huh. And then it was like, it's it's truly over. The biggest fear, uh, a.k.a. the beginning of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning I'm of back, y'all. Matt is here with big comments. <laughs> ready to talk about my next embarrassing story. <laughs> <laughs> Logan didn't even know that that was pulled out of his ear. She just snuck in here. <laughs> but I really appreciate this question. Seriously, thank you guys for asking because I think there's a lot yeah. of the background that people don't know and so i really uh-huh. i hope it's encouraging to them and to you guys too that like none of us are an overnight success and it, right. it truly all comes from god and i give me my headphone back <sighs> when do i get to do it you yeah, can do it second, <laughs> i also want to add i feel like it's so important for us when we tell this part of the story when it was when it was brought to us that we had an opportunity to meet with Provident Label Group, which is under Sony, which is where we're signed. Um, this this did not represent a crossover opportunity for us. This represented the literal promised land. This was the dream mm-hmm. from the beginning, and we have no intention of going anywhere but here. So I think to all our folks out there that that grew up on Christian music like we did and loved it so much, we are so thankful to have found a home here. And, and all the lessons, like I said, that we learned, not, God wastes not a single thing, yeah. and he he has covered us and protected us all the way, but we are home and it feels so good to be talking to you (laughs) about the changes and about what the local church has done for us. You know what I mean? Like it just, uh, just, I dream about getting to talk about God and what he's doing rather than (laughs) us at all. Just comparing our very worst country show to our, no, 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 excuse me, our best country show to our worst Christian show. And it really is like, what were we doing? It was so bad. <laughs> it's nice when you discover what your true calling is. Uh, was it was it a big, um, I mean, obviously you went through the, the ranks, as it were, in country music. What was it like to basically start all over again? It was, 
I could tell um, Madison here. I snuck another headphone. Taylor's out now. Um, nice, nice. I could tell that we were going to love it. As soon, I mean, it, it honestly, um, I was in the grocery store and I was talking to mom about the possibility of me doing Christian music and like just throwing away whatever recordings we'd just done. And I, mom was like, okay, pull up these lyrics. It's called um, New Wine. And it's my whole song. And so mom was like coming out of her skin because she had been praying for us to do this. Um, and I felt the Holy Spirit as I was reading this lyric say, like, this is the way. Hmm. And I, I've, ne- I've never had that happen before where it was just like undeniable, like this is what you're supposed to do. And even as being new people, our very first write, just the joy, it was already so much fun. I didn't ever feel in Christian music. I never felt like an outsider or like brand new. I already just felt like, Oh wow. These are all my friends. I went to church camp with. Mm. These Mm. are all my people. And so, um, probably the saddest part was, um, when rise up went to radio and we didn't get to go on radio tour and we kind of watched it flounder for a few months. I think that I was like, okay, God, did I get this wrong? Like, did you really want us to do this or, okay, well, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe I should just be like, do something else in ministry. Like, I just don't know what we're doing. So beyond that, it, before we were even had any level of success, we were already just having a ton of fun doing Christian music. Now, the the reason why it floundered, at, I guess, in the beginning was of because of the pandemic. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think that God really used this for, to get us to trust him because we, we could not promote the song. That's what was just crazy to me is that we were on the Zach Williams tour and it was us and we, the kingdom, and we did five days. And then we had planned to visit every station and we were going to 60 cities and all of this stuff. And we, we did nothing. And I, it really is just so makes me cry. I can't believe that. The song still went out and people heard it and God did what he did with Rise Up when we truly just watched a lot of Netflix. And it just, it helps me to trust him more. <laughs> it was, that I've never heard the juxtaposition of such emotion and, and the phrase, we just watched a lot of Netflix. So shout out to us for keeping it real. Um, <laughs> I was just like... Just like broken emotionally, like just we watched so much. They're like, "What did you watch?" Like, um. So, like me and my husband had to quarantine over the summer, and I'm already just so sad that we're not touring. And I was like, "I can't watch any more TV." And he's like, "Okay, come outside with me." And we played tag. Just the two of us chasing oh. each other in the yard. This is a, that's an exclusive, guys. I, I've not heard that story. That's so the two of us we tried to and our imaginary friends. I kept just not making it that all the way and knocking him in the head. Unless I needed more excuses to hate myself. <laughs> I can't play leapfrog. So um, I'm back here playing so tag good. and Dude. I'm like, my career's over. But seriously, like, it, it was um, it was the perfect, perfect way for this to start. Like, it, hindsight is always twenty twenty, and we can retroactively assigned so much purpose. But the truth is that had we gone on that entire tour, done that radio tour, who's to say that it would have done better at all. And so for us to, to play no part in the success of this song and for us to really step out of the way and this song to mean something, you know, I got a message today of a woman that said, I died five years ago and they revived me. And when I heard your song, it changed my, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with me. She didn't say how cool it sounded or this song. She was like, that's without your name attached, without your picture on it. This song mattered to me. And it was just like, perfect. From now on, that will be the goal. Was there like, when you think back in terms of your older catalog, like in terms of cover songs, um, was there a song that for you just felt like, magic like beyond you you know you nailed it every time but there was something it was almost like a spiritual experience playing this song every night or maybe not but 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 do you know what i'm saying distinct memory yes Yes, we were we were in a dive bar in illinois (coughs) dive bar a dive bar everything's wet visualize that the walls are wet it's just disgusting nasty and we sing free by zach brown band i don't know if you're familiar with that song 
Oh yeah. And I'm talking about we we live out in our old van and it's it's like but then you get to the chorus, man, justice free and I'm watching people put their hands in the air. Yeah. It felt like like worship. And it was just like We had a woman seriously yeah, yeah. we played that song. We were on a cruise ship out in the middle <laughs> of the Gulf and a woman came up to us after that song specifically uh, and said, Are you guys a worship band? And I just was like Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> right now we're worshiping ourselves, but we, we really are at heart a worshiper. <laughs> <laughs> we are lost at sea, metaphorically and literally, but we're but fine. Crazy. That's such a good question because you're like singing these songs and you're just like, I've got to connect with God. And yes. I do feel like we, when we were using our voices, we did feel like the most connected to him. That's so cool. So were you guys doing the country thing on the cruise ship? Is that what you were doing? Oh, yeah, we yeah, country cruising. In fact, wow, That's what it was called. Yeah, I, I've I've been on a few cruises, and and I really do love them. Um, but the the perception for a lot of the passengers that go on these cruise lines is that you're living the life as a performer on the cruise ship. But your living quarters aren't that great, from what oh, I understand. No, they're not. <laughs> we um. We all oh, suffer gosh. from a fair amount of seasickness as well, and oh. so <laughs> that was that can't was help. One night we were we were um, just just below the Lido deck, I guess, if you will. No, we were we were down in it, guys. We were whatever yeah, yeah. was the bottom of the Titanic. That's where we were staying. Yeah, and we were having a meeting, and then we hit a rather large swell in the middle of the meeting, and all of us had to lay down and just like <laughs> wait for the storm to pass. I took Dramamine, but I guess I got the extra strength. And so there's two full days from that cruise that I don't have a question of. Like I, and I invited my husband to be like, hey, honey, I want to I I treat you right. On. Yeah, we, we got some free stuff. And then I was asleep for like. 40 hours. That's the, only, that's the only way to get rid of it. I was I was that's on right. my first cruise and it was a two-week cruise. Um, oh, that's and, so long. Too long. And, and, no, no, two weeks. Is, it's amazing. It's a nice getaway, especially the what sea days. You? I love the sea so days. So oh, okay. second day on the cruise. Like so the first away. first day we, we leave, the next morning, of course, you want to, you know, newcomer on the cruise ship and everything else, you want to do everything and anything. And one of the things I noticed, they had this little... Uh, area where you could uh, buy cakes and you know the the the, the sweet shop as it were, and they sure. and they made milkshakes from scratch. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to get myself a large milkshake. No, no thank you. <laughs> nope. Um, me and my me and my son me. me and my son got one, and I was able to hold mine down. But man, I was really queasy oh. for hours. I had to lie yeah. down in my room for a few hours just to get that queasiness you know, away. And, and I haven't yep. suffered it from it since, but I haven't ordered a milkshake on a cruise since on either. So. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's quite a caveat. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want to get too milkshake on a cruise. Right. I didn't want to get too visual there, but you can yeah, imagine yeah. what happened. Well, so. I was going to say yes. fun fact, it would probably be the same sound on the way out as it was when they made it. You know what I mean? That's true. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Either way. Yeah, just yeah. a little, quite a churning there. Yes, thank you. This is a family show, folks. So, you know, <laughs> the opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect those. That's right. That's Sorry. right. That memorized, too. Oh, my gosh. So, so you guys did the cruise. How long were you on a cruise? Like, how long were you guys doing the cruise gig? Because that you you basically hop from ship to ship, right? You're not on the same ship. You're not on the entire cruise. You you do your gig. You might be there for a couple of nights, and then the next time the cruise ship lands somewhere, you get off and you jump onto another ship, right? You know that would be the goal. But in <laughs> this in this case, we were on it. That, that's and, some more of God's goodness, um, where it's like we just little doses of what we would hate the most. So, so we, we would do the full cruise. And you know what's interesting about that is once you're on a cruise and then you perform the first time, then you become the person that, that people uh, talk to. So it gives yeah. you like yes. a little bit of a, a vibe of like, oh, wow, I am. I am pretty I'm cool, special. I'm but- cool here. But Taylor and I, we took it on ourselves. We were convinced that the people working the cruise were being held there against their will. So oh. we started going to each person and being like, listen, do you need help? Can you get out? And they would always say, I made my own choice, which is not settling. That's not no. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh my we won't disparage the cruise line, but we had a lot of uh, yeah, blink, I will- blink if you need help. 
situation. So wow. I'm convinced that if I ever get to like the fortune of playing a cruise again, I'm going to bring a burner phone. I think I need to like have someone. <laughs> We're going to have like a CIA expo ready. And like, yeah, everyone else, they're going to be doing excursions. I'm going to be doing, you know, underground. That's right. I'm going to leave my own excursion when the boat That's lands. Crazy. Yeah. I'd be like, I listen, I've got somebody with a new ID and they're ready to take you home. Wow. Wow. I want to do a study on like Stockholm syndrome on cruise ships to see like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I can't leave. No, I, I must stay. <laughs> Who's going to serve the lunch? I made my choice. <laughs> I made my choice. It's just incredible. That's crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. So next time you do it, when you're making, like when you get your milkshake and you're ready to just throw it right back up, you just look them dead in the eye and be like, listen. I made my choice. <laughs> I made my choice. <laughs> When they said that to me, I was like, you know what? Same. You know, I don't know. We are here by the same reason. I made my choice. Was it was it a good gig? Like, did it pay good money? For, I mean, we're a little off track here, but but did it pay good money? Because you're basically, you're making money. Um, you got free accommodations and free food. I mean, just a little bit of food yeah. on those ships, right? Um, we, we loved the, the cruise gig, which I, I feel like maybe we're misrepresenting. So we got to do it twice. We weren't necessarily, we didn't do like, quite a long stint. It, it was wasn't a, like I was, was the one cruise. with the okay. like, air silks where I'm like spinning around in the air. I wasn't yeah. like doing juggling. Right. So we did like, right. it, this represented, again, this is what would happen is we go a couple of years in country music, really feel like, man, this cannot be it. This is just not great. And then we'd have this sort of, this one opportunity that would keep us coming. So we'd do we do CMA Fest it was, and then we I mean, would do Bud's best time in <laughs> Illinois, you know? <laughs> like we, got, we got brought to be the celebrity, quote, celebrity judges for a talent competition in Reno. They paid us great money to come judge this thing and then play an hour afterward. It, things like that would happen. It would be like, oh, maybe. Oh, wow. Here's a turning point. But to get back to Masson's original point, even when we first started doing Christian music and no one knew us and, and frankly, no one cared, it still was so much more fulfilling because everything we're singing was vertical. Everybody was there for the same reason. And even so, the basics, there was like, I've never been to a smoky church service, but that <laughs> just says wonders for the voice, you know, the less cigarettes. Yeah. I would say the air quality right. of Christian music is, is much better. That's a good point. That's a good point. Supreme air quality. I mean, but, yeah. but like, you know, we would go play, this this cruise with thousands of people on it and and packed out you know rooms and shows because no one had anything else to do but that that turned into nothing that yeah. never resulted in in growth or a better but even playing a christian music show for 50 people those 50 people shared some experience we with still us text, and it was, it was growing know? yeah so it's just been so like wonderful the entire experience. I've been giving my phone number out like crazy, so I'm excited <laughs> to see what that turns into. I, I, oh my! I, I gotta, oh my. I, I gotta say, oh my. I gotta say though, in fairness, and not to dwell too much on this cruise thing, but um, I don't know that performing, and I'm going to get in trouble for this. I, I'm going to get Easy some negative now. comments, but I don't know that performing on a cruise ship is necessarily good for anybody's career. And I say that because <laughs> I say that in fairness, okay, that I'll qualify that by, you know, I don't go on a cruise every year, you know, maybe every two, three years I'll go on a cruise, but it's the same performers all the time. Right. So, so three years later, they're still on the cruise line and it, it's not like it's, you know, so it's not, they, their career hasn't taken off. You know what I'm saying? So for, right, not, so for me, so like upward mobility. Right. And fair enough. I think like for me, my 2020 was going to consider consist of a lot of cruise stuff. So I had a, I had booked a, a few Caribbean and a few European like Mediterranean cruises already ready to go. Wow. Um, and so the cool thing is that. Um, it's a, it's not so much a career, like I'm going to get really famous on a cruise, but it's a great way to kind of build up some income for sure. your next project. Sure. And, and you can Ooh, build yeah. some great connections. Like I remember my first, very first cruise, I was sitting, my table uh, across from me were the heads of Sparrow and back then Forefront, who were oh, these wow. two big, you know, record companies. And so when I was like in grade, I don't know, I was a kid, so I was in grade six, they sent me their, I got their contact info and they sent me like all this free like CDs and tapes and stuff before it was released. I used to get it and they became my contacts as I sort of grew up. And so 
you're right. Like if you want to be, you know, famous, maybe not a cruise ship, but for resources, for contacts, and for cash, yeah, and for rehearsal, like you're oh, playing sure. like two or three hey. times a day. Yeah, by the time you're out, Basically, you're we're you're ready. Book us for a cruise. <laughs> there we go. This has yeah, all been quite the long play to end up as cruise performers. So basically, that's right. Like, yeah. At the end of this, do you have a contact to get me on a cruise? <laughs> because even if I don't do something as canine, I might. It sounds like he was going on a lot of cruises. That's right. I, I don't know. I was yeah, hoping yeah, yeah. you guys had a contact so I don't have to pay as much. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'll yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be the MC or something. I don't want to be the cruise director, but I'll be the MC. I'll introduce I'll introduce you guys to the stage or something like that and give me free accommodations and free food i'll do that you know (laughs) that's amazing and then will you be part of my sting operation to help the people (laughs) definitely definitely i'll be like jack bauer jack bauer rescuing people all the time that'll be me yeah Yeah. that'll be me and just and just and just hanging out when you're not on stage because there's there's lots of correct me if i'm wrong but there's a lot of free time on the cruise if you're performing you might be performing at night but and then maybe have a rehearsal you've got the you know uh, the session booked in the morning where you got to spend an hour rehearsing but i mean really uh, is there a whole lot of work there yeah we did like uh we did like three double sets three. in five days so there was yeah. there was a yeah. good bit of downtime and but again like you said we went into that feeling like you know we were opening for uh, these names may not mean anything but like Diamond Rio and yeah. Kelsey Ballerini. And there were, mm-hmm. for us being a new, at the time, what we thought would be country act, we're like, okay, here we go. This is the first, you know, our name, albeit small, is on the same flyer as so and so. But all of it, man, all of it was just like a present reminder. And I can look at it now in comparison and say, like, uh, my best efforts in something else. I, I used to say it like this. I used to say that you can, with enough effort, hammer a screw into place, but that's not what it's made for. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so for the long time, we were using the gifts that God had given us and singing free by Zach Brown. And, and it was feeling like a worship and our hearts were longing to lead worship and to sing about Jesus. And then when we finally did just make that simple switch and just like lay it down and, and be obedient to local church and to just writing the songs our hearts wanted to sing the difference. I mean, look at playing three sets on a cruise. Nobody's heard of versus being, you know, our, our second song is about to go to radio. Like it just, it couldn't be more night and day. Yeah. So as, as a band, as a band, a completely different uh, off topic from cruise ships and everything else. Um, who, who's the boss out, out of you three? I mean, you know, you got a manager and everything else, but who's the boss? Who makes the call? Who's the decision maker, you know, ultimately that ma- that decides stuff? You know, it's so crazy because when you, when you do this, there's so many different areas. So I would say like for video and creative content, I usually get the final say. That's Madison. Yeah. Um, and then I would say, Logan, I get who who gets the final shot in each area because it's never just one person because everything's so varied. Yeah, um, I would say like songwriting and music stuff. I think that Madison and Logan, in a really respectful way, like they defer to me just to mm-hmm. kind of give like the stamp of like, okay, this is good. This is what we're doing as a band. But then with Logan, Logan is like our show advancer and like kind of road manager. So I feel like. Madison and I don't even keep up with those details. Mm-hmm. It's like all on Logan to figure out like what we're doing yeah, the day of like the show. Networking and details. And, you know, it's like I answer every comment that we get. Yeah. Yeah. All across all like social media platforms. Guy. I want everybody to feel like they have direct access to us and they have our attention mm-hmm. because they certainly do. Um, but then, like you said, I think we're, we just finished the Yes, He Can music video. They're asking us for comments. Taylor and I are asking Madison for comments. Yeah, exactly. Not because we don't care, but I give my input. And then ultimately, that's the thing is that this business, the three of us, would not function well if there wasn't a little bit of crossover, if we didn't all have a little bit of say. But ultimately, each department has to have a head or else we would all just Mm -hmm. spend all day on comments on the music video. And so we struck a, a good balance and... But it, I have high respect for the solo acts oh out my there gosh. because I don't think that I could do this if there weren't three of no. us. It honestly is like the three of us make up this 
we do. The three of us make up the boss of the band. Like we're, <laughs> we're the perfect human. <laughs> it was all three of us as one. And and how often do you guys just get together in the kitchen and start singing? I mean, I've seen you know you've posted on on Instagram anyways. Uh, I saw a recent uh, a post there where you guys just decided to start singing something. Is that is that the norm? Like you just guys get together and say, "Hey, let's sing a song." Oh, let's let's record it at the same time. Oh my gosh, it is just not the norm. You know what's you funny? Agree? I think that we don't do that as often. But I have gotten feedback from different people that all three of us will, without noticing, be singing something under our breath all the time. That's mm-hmm. yeah. probably pretty annoying. <laughs> I have this like incessant. I'm a drummer. I, I have been my whole life, and I I do drum beats on my with my teeth with my mouth closed. Oh yeah, and it drives them crazy, and I don't realize I'm doing it. So yeah. I think we all have our little kind of. You know that video that you saw? We were actually. It's kind of funny. We should make a post about our green rooms across America because that was our green room was a kitchen. Oh wow! So it looked like we were at our house, but we were getting ready to go <laughs> on stage, and so we were like, "All right, right by the sink." Hit it was a really nice looking know. kitchen, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. ours. Yeah, okay. That that, that uh, explains a lot right there for sure. <laughs> if you ever see us in the bathroom, just know it's probably a. <laughs> it's not our own. So food. good. So you guys are all the boss, but who has the final say on something? The final say. Yeah, like if you guys are all um, disagreeing on something, and you know, is is it the person that's kind of in charge of that department? It's probably, I would say I'm the oldest. This is Taylor. So I would say that I am going to step into like the bossy natural role. The bossy sister. But I think, yeah. Yes. Um, but I do think that Madison being the middle is kind of the glue. And so Logan and I can both have just like strong, strong opinions. And then we will, Madison will say, okay, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying kind of let's do this it, it, it is the great benefit of there being three of us because taylor and i usually represent the opposite sides of the coin mm. in a loving way and and we just had to learn to swallow our pride and say okay we disagree madison and if she has a vote she votes and we go um and if she doesn't but we just grew up so like deferential and i think that we always were trying to be courteous and so uh, there are a few things that there are a few hills that we will die on, if you will. I think that there rarely do I just want my way so badly that I'll get it. And the truth is that comes at a cost. Like you only get so many of those. Yeah. Even as the quote right. bossy sister, if every day Taylor was like, "No, it's got to be this," that would wear thin so quickly. Yeah, so you guys, it would have to. Right. You guys would end up being three solo careers after that. That's right. And, and going right. Okay, fast. so I'm curious. You guys have talked to us for a little bit today. What do yeah. you feel like you have kind of a good read on on the band and the roles? Like, who would you say does what? Well, I, I don't know that I could say who does what, but I will say that the what you're describing is like I've got two brothers and a sister, so I'm just kind of relating it to that kind of relationship nice. where we all have our our strengths and our weaknesses and whatnot. My one brother is a is a pastor at a church, my other brother's a teacher, and my sister is a stay at home mom. So I kind of I kind of get that vibe from you guys. Yeah. Um, I'm the radio guy. So, you know, uh, I'm, I was watching my brother preach uh, online yesterday and, you know, he's got this thing happening in his church where if you have a question uh, during the message, you can text him uh, his personal cell phone number and, and ask mm-hmm. a question or make a comment or whatnot. And at, at some point halfway through the through the message, he, you know, picked up his phone and says, oh, I see. I, I forgot to mention that if you have any questions or, or uh, you know, comments, you can text me. Um, but I don't have any texts right now. So, of course, I'm the brother. So I've got to send him a text just to make uh, him feel good. Right. So, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I sent him a text saying, you know, just felt bad that you didn't have a text. And as it turns out, oh. when, he, when he did read it, he had three other texts after that. So, you know, like you, you kind That's of bounce funny. off each other, uh, bounce yeah. off of each other's strengths um, yes. and, and whatnot. The, the description that you had of Logan um, making the, you know, doing the drums with his teeth. Like at family reunions, yeah. for me, both my brothers play, 
play guitar, but one of my 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 pastor brother uh, plays guitar a lot. He he plays in the in the worship team. He's got a really expensive mm-hmm. guitar he picked up way back when. And so, you know, during a family reunion, he's just picking away at his guitar the whole time. He's not really playing anything, but he's picking away at this thing and just <laughs> sometimes yeah, exactly. Yes, and it sometimes sometimes gets a little annoying because it's like, well, yeah. play a song already instead of just picking away, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I understand exactly what you're talking about. It, it, like everything you've talked about is is I've I've seen that I I I see that you've you know? been that you've lived it. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm um, um I'm a birth order like guy, so I'm curious. I, oh, so so Madison is the oldest, and then Taylor is the actually, middle child. Taylor, me, me, I'm Taylor, and I'm the oldest. I've got Madison beat by a year, and then Madison's gotcha. next, and then Logan is a year younger than her. So we're we're really close right in age. Right. But yeah, birth okay, order. Really um, do you get the the wild vibe from Madison? She's. Yeah, well, I was. I mean, I, don't, I was curious. What is the middle? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, what's it supposed to be? Because I don't so, know if Madison fits the bill of a middle child. Oh wow! I, I think. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah. So uh, the, the 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 firstborn would be a little bit more headstrong and more the the leader type. I'm using air quotes, um, if you will. Um, the middle child will be the one who wants to make sure that everybody's doing well and that um, things are sort of hitting the mark. The youngest would be kind of like who's keeping things cool, edgy, fun. Um, so that would be, I mean, that, these are really bad descriptions of like birth order uh-huh. in a business. But, but you know, like I think yeah, that, yeah. so would, would that sort of play? So like Taylor is kind of like heavy admin, let's go. Um, yeah. Was, is that kind of like ish to you guys? Like, is that yeah, feel I feel real? like yeah. I'm kind of like, hey, we got to do this. We got to do this. I'm like kind of yeah. just emotionless, like get it going. Kind of like right. have like a mean look on my face sometimes, but I love my siblings. <laughs> what, what if I described myself in a way that was just like, yeah, I'm just like always on time and just. Madison's like, like lying to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can say whatever you want. They're like, yes, basically like I'm so business oh my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um it's so it's so because even taylor's saying like we gotta go, like i do think that taylor is like a very good leader as far as let's do this but she also for instance she'll be like oh i got someone some flowers because someone in their family died and like sent it from the bank <sighs> and she's always like thinking of doing like kind gestures of stuff that i would not think to do that's so, good yeah. Are, so that, are, I mean, I don't you know guys, where that falls into birth order, but well, good job. Well, I mean, uh, do you guys follow the Enneagram at all? <laughs> yes. Okay, do so, you know him? Do you know So is Taylor like a two, a two wing three? Yeah. Wow. Congrats. Claps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good job. That's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the Madison is a oh, seven. Seven wing six. Yep. Got like that anxiety we in there. Her down, <laughs> just, that's right. That's right. <laughs> like I did not sleep well because I stayed up too late researching a trip to Cabo. And then I was 30 minutes late getting here. Uh-oh. And every now it's like that's a part of our personality. That's keep on tight wraps. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, so far, so good. So far, so good. That happened today. <laughs> I came in with a – I walked in this morning. I was like, guys – I apologize. That was disrespectful of your time, and it won't happen again. She actually said that to just Taylor. She came in to me and was like, "Why can't we practice?" <laughs> but, so but, here comes another okay. public apology. <laughs> but the funny thing is, the funny thing is, you said it won't so happen good. again. It might, though, right? It, yeah, it won't That's true, because right? I, I got real. It's like it's one of those things where it's like I didn't plan, but I did get really upset with myself. Perfect. It's gonna happen again. It's I'll not, let y'all know when. It's absolutely happen gonna happen again. again. It's gonna. That's so it's funny. gonna. It's predictable. I need a different personality. Predictable. I, I think that was the saddest thing about the Enneagram is like I thought in some ways I was special, but I really am like one of nine. Right. <laughs> <You> right. <know? laughs> there's like, one of us. Yeah. There's That's just right. nine of us on this world, just kind of walking around, I'm wearing that stupid rainbow shirt, thinking I'm something special. <laughs> I'm just late. Just so good. So, so good. Logan is, as we know, a three wing two. two. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. And so I think that you kind of get so the, Logan and I are the exact opposite, kind of. Well, our numbers. Does I mean, that mean anything. So I think what's interesting is I can't tell if so. I'm 
a seven and my husband is a, I think a three wing two or a two wing three. We cannot tell because he's always like doing stuff to help me. Mm. But he, mm. he's also achieving. You know? Whatever number he is, he's healthy. He's, that's the good thing about Jared. <laughs> that's it. <yeah. laughs> it's so good. I love this stuff. <laughs> so uh, let's look to the future now. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What are you guys doing? Obviously, the last year was a write-off. We all know that um, as far as concerts and gigs and festivals and stuff. Are things looking a little bit more optimistic over the next few months for you guys? It absolutely is. I, what's crazy is we say this with with the utmost like care and concern for people that did not have a great year. On paper, last year was the best year of our lives. I mean, it was wow. like, we, we, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. our yeah. Rise Up was yeah. at number one for seven weeks. I had zero expectations. Yeah. That is insane. We got put on a tour miraculously. I didn't get to tell this part of the story. We signed with Provident. We did not have music finished. And again, just by God's goodness, Zach and his team heard demos of our songs that were going to be coming out and picked us to open. So then in response, we had to have a project. That's why we have a six song EP as our first thing. We're finishing that record this year. If that didn't happen, who releases a new artist during a, global pandemic nobody so you see what i'm saying that it's there's a chance we're not sitting here now had it not gone the way it went so anyway um as it stands we have 120 shows this year if everything plays out that's good which is just crazy our booking agent actually we saw him last week and he was like yeah, you guys have the most dates on your calendar out of any of our lineup and they have everyone yeah so i'm like I can't tell. So it's going to be a really fun, really busy year. (laughs) What I have enjoyed so much so far, we've gotten to do a lot already. Um, This feels like it's going to be the most expectant year of God's people in my short life. I really feel that way. It's like, the, you know, we're, we're at capacity and, you know, they, they always reach out and say like, well, the venue holds, you know, 3000, but there only be 400 people there. I'm like 400 people. Are you kidding me? Like I've only, it's been me, myself and I like, that's incredible. And the people that show up are just so excited to be there. They're so excited to like connect and worship. So that's been awesome. We leave uh, tomorrow night to go on a drive-in theater tour with Zach Williams and Mac Powell. We'll be doing that through the end of June. So we'll do music festivals this summer. And then we'll go back out for that tour that we were supposed to be on last year with Zach Williams and We the Kingdom this fall. So, I mean, things are lining up to be really, really wonderful. Yes, he can. is officially out for ad right now. I think the, the actual ad date is April 19th. And then we'll release five new songs May 7th. All of that to say, guys, we are, we are along for the ride. We are in the flow of what God's doing and – we couldn't have planned a better, like when the Bible says that a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Like I mm-hmm. now have an absolute perfect example of what my wildest dreams could have been. And God so exceeded it in my absence. And mm-hmm. a lot of people had a terrible year. So I am hoping that God can use us in our, I mean, this was like a really blessed time for Cain. And so hopefully when we're when we're down, we'll have someone that lifts uh-huh. lifts us up, and we can do that right. for people that are coming to events. You know, that's that great. is awesome. That is awesome. That's I'm so looking good, forward yeah. to seeing you guys in concert too, because as I said before, I just love the you know sibling um, bands. They just sound so much better than a lot of the other <laughs> bands out there. Take that's, that, not family. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. It's not to say, you know, other bands sound good and stuff, but I'm just talking when you talk harmonies and the the blending of voices, that's the yeah. part that I'm talking about in bands and stuff. It doesn't matter the style. Like I'm I'm not a big country fan and the first radio station I ever worked at was a at a country radio station. So, um, oh, wow. you know, you you do what you have to do, right? And and, well, and you guys have a little bit of the country flavor in your music, but um it's but it's not, right? You know what I'm saying? Does it lean more Southern rock, like Leonard Skinner versus true country? I would I would say it's right. leaning, yeah. Right, and, yes, and And yes. the fact that you're touring with Zach is like a perfect, um, you know, yeah, perfect uh, way to go in as well because it's very, 
similar but not similar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Zach you is the mom. Uh, thank you guys for seeing us and understanding us. Yeah. And, you know, I think that along with those seven years of searching, that was almost always the consistent feedback is we just don't know what to do with you. And so it really does feel mm-hmm. so incredible to talk to you guys and you, and you get us, you understand yeah. us. And um, so thanks for caring guys. I, I feel like I'm saying that a lot these days. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for giving a crap. If I can say that on a family radio station, that's kind of where I'm <laughs> yes, at. It's like, you just don't have to, you know what I mean? Like I appreciate so much when yeah. people take time and care because you just don't have to. So what's next for you guys? What's coming? Uh, well, we're we're hoping to grow the podcast. This is uh, we're approaching 200 episodes now, and we've been doing this Pretty for guys. you know a weekly a weekly podcast. So um, we can honestly say, Drew and and I've been thinking about this over the last little while. We mm-hmm. at the point we hit 200 or just over 200, we can actually say that we've had hundreds of guests on our show. Wow. Literally, because we, we really yeah. don't repeat a lot of guests. Uh, we've done it once or twice. Maybe I could count yeah. on one hand how many people one we've hand, actually repeated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's right. And sometimes way back when we actually, when we had the opportunity to chat with somebody, we would actually record two episodes, but we only right. released oh, one. Nice. We've got stuff sitting on the shelf that we never released. Uh, it's just been a blast. But yeah, I'd like to see it grow. Um, and yeah. one of the things, one of the things that I love doing, and Drew, I knew I know you do as well. Is when you get to these festivals where you've got a whole bunch of bands playing. I mean, that's the time for us to mingle a little bit with them, but but also to do these we call them roadshow uh, episodes where we actually are on the road. We bring our gear and stuff, and we actually chat with all the background noise and everything else. I mean, those are so much fun to do as well. So. Yeah. Sweet. I'm looking yeah, forward to that, that this summer and, you know, as things open up and, and, uh, yeah. And, and then for you, Drew specifically, I mean, you're an artist, you're a musician, you're a performer, obviously, you know, you're looking forward to more stuff happening as far as your gigs are concerned. I'm just hoping that I can, yeah, I can play some shows sometime soon. We're up here in Canada. We're still in lockdown modes. So we're not doing mm-hmm. anything major. So that kind of sucks yeah. in terms of getting out, but I, 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 I understand how it goes. I think for me, yeah, same. I want this podcast to kind of grow and 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 blossom, if you will. Um, yeah. But I'm hoping that um, that things can get back to the place where, where even where you guys are at right now. Like I was talking to uh, a couple friends who have been watching shows in Nashville like every weekend, and it's packed and it's wonderful and it's great. And I sit there and I'm like, I am so jealous. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> I want to get back on stage, or even I want to yeah. be in yeah. front of a stage and just watch a sure. great live show. Yeah, that's yes. what I'm really hoping for in this next. Well, part. I'm just so encouraged, honestly, by people like. When this all started, I thought there's no way that they're going to get people to follow the rule. Like we'll never play another I know. show because they're how yeah, can you, exactly. you know it's like herding cats. But the yeah, truth that's right. is, that's right. people are now so ready to be together that they're like, you know what? I'll wear what you want me to wear. I'll stand where you want me to stand. Yeah, I just whatever it takes. Be back. And I, yes, it takes. And, and that that whatever it takes attitude. We're we're doing this drive-in theater tour, and people are so tickled to come sit next to their car. Yeah. You know, a certain distance from the the stage and, and be there. And it's I like think it's just going to take that. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, thank you guys. I mean, I feel like that the truth is like the way I define success is longevity. Like right. I think the most successful thing ever was the ministry of Jesus Christ. And it's because it still hasn't ended. Right. And, and so to whatever size or whatever value, yada, yada, yada. But you guys have been doing this yeah. hundreds of episodes, hundreds of guests. You are a tremendous success yeah. to us. Thank that's you awesome. for letting us be a part of this. I don't know if that's a goal is to try to be a repeat guest, but now that I've heard there's few, Bring the Enneagram back. 3 of me really wants to come back. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think, Drew? Should we? Maybe? Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. Keep them in suspense. We could start a, a spinoff cruise podcast. <laughs> right. I, I like that idea. I like that. Various cruises. Hey, can I, I like tell that. you guys like a random piece of info, non-related, yeah. but my husband, we just got traded and he plays for the Toronto Blue Jays. So, oh wow! So really? Once we can, once we can get into the country, maybe I'll see you up there. Awesome! Bring yeah. bring That's the whole amazing. bring the whole family. You guys should plan okay. a, a a concert I mean, around honestly, it and stuff. You know, let's do it. That'd be awesome. Oh, we gotta we gotta learn how to say some cool words like you guys. We're too south. Cool words like us? Our I don't accent, know. Do we have any cool words? Like like bean <laughs> and and 
and oh, like I just love loonies and toonies, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's money, right? It's money. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> hey, let's keep in touch. And anything that you guys need, um, reach out. If you ever need us to double up, we'd be honored. You know, do what you're called to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Kane figured that out now. The fact that they started in country music, doing the covers, doing the whole cruise thing, and then figuring out that, you know, maybe this isn't what we're supposed to be doing. And once they figured it out, they are just going gangbusters now. They are. It's so good to be able to embrace change and do it well and do it smart. Do it, you know, prayerfully, do it with wisdom. I think I really appreciated the fact that... Um, They always knew that they needed to step forward and they had a goal in mind, but they weren't too stubborn to say, wait, let's shift, let's change, let's pivot. There's the word again. Yeah. Let's let's do it because we know that music is the thing. Just a matter of refining that focus. And that's really, really key because it's so easy to give up. It it really is, especially when when it feels like nothing is working. And so it was really cool. They listened to their manager and the manager was kind of like, maybe you should be doing <laughs> CCM. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? Let's actually take some space and figure that out. And they took it. And yeah, that's where they're at now. And I'm the fact that they're just been so cool and so, so funny and a great, it's a great trio to talk with. For me, this is actually probably one of my favorite conversations we've had so far this year. Make sure you check out canetheband.com to find the links to their music events and social media as well. And there we go. For today's Ars Advice, we have Jillian Edwards and what she has to say is so great and it connects so well to our whole entire episode today. I say you do you, which is do what you are called to do and uh, focus on what your what your own gifts are and your own weaknesses are and uh, let God guide you into your own thing instead of sort of looking around and trying to replicate what somebody else is doing. Kane did it well. Many artists do it well. And maybe, who knows, maybe Bieber will do it with this new thing. Mm. <laughs> Full circle. See what I did there? Bring all Good back. segue yeah. there. Good, good. <laughs> Well, and that brings us to the point that once again, we invite Justin Bieber to be a part of our... (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. We could do this every week, you know. We could invite Justin Bieber every single week. And by doing that, maybe one of these days he'll hear us and say, you know what? These guys keep bugging me. I'll have to come onto the show. That will never happen. But yes, that'll be nice. Let's dream. We can dream together, bro. You've got to be optimistic. That's right. right? Okay. That's right. I mean, that's a big change from when we started this thing and said Bieber will never come on the show, right? This is full right. circle for right. me. So this is this is a big day. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that is it for this week, folks. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast for new episodes every Monday. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. That just helps us reach more people all the time. That's right. You can find us also on Facebook and Twitter at Between Grooves. Check us out there. Follow and like all that kind of social media stuff. And connect with us. Talk to us. Have a little conversation. And if we don't see you there... We'll definitely see you next time right here on the show, Between the Grooves. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.